0: Hello and welcome to the Montgomery County Department of Permitting Services podcast. I'm Gail Lucas, your host. I'm also the chief of the DPS Customer Support and Outreach Division. Joining us on the podcast today to talk about residential building permits and our fast track service is DPS Permitting Services Manager Crystal Roberts and Residential Plan Reviewer Mark Stepp. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you, Gail? Hey, thank you for having us. Thank you both for being here. I know our audience will learn a lot about permitting today because you're the experts on navigating the permitting process in Montgomery County, including the re-energized residential fast track service. For our listeners, residential fast track is a program that DPS offers for some eligible projects, such as single level decks or alterations not more than 400 square feet, not involving a load-bearing wall, to issue permits quickly in one or two days instead of weeks in some cases. The success of this program depends on the completeness and thoroughness of the application when it is submitted. Crystal, I'm going to start with you. Can you give us some do's and don'ts when applying for these permits? What should we know about how
1: your team handles these applications? Thank you again for having me. Um, As you know, I've been with the department for 10 years now. I became a permit technician in 2013. And as part of invigorating the program, previously known as Residential Walkthrough, DPS has dedicated staff to prioritize the handling of these eligible projects. So customers can expect to receive timely feedback on these applications. The Residential Fast Track program requires an electronic application and plan submittal, and applicants can use our Apply and ePay featured on the DPS website to submit an application 24-7. So if you have questions or you prefer hands-on assistance, you can also visit our office at any time. We encourage you to do that, and we are happy to help you. A technician can show you how to use the system and answer any of your questions. On our website, you'll find a variety of resources. When selecting permits at the blue banner on the top of our homepage, you can drill down to specific permits such as residential deck, shed, alteration, and residential fast track. So the fast track page is going to provide you a detailed list of the eligible projects. And these specific pages will often answer frequently asked questions and provide submittal requirements, which are important. I want to also reiterate as part of a complete submission, the primary applicant should be the property owner or an MHIC licensed contractor. And homeowners can apply for these permits, but if the contractor is performing the work, we strongly suggest that the contractor be listed as the responsible party for the permits. And in order to be that primary applicant, the contractor must have the Maryland Home Improvement Commission license to Submit on the application. Good to know.
0: Mark, we're gonna to turn to you. You review these plans. Once they come into our office, you review them. What does a residential plan review involve? What are you
2: looking for? Well, you know, we're basically looking for the full idea of what the project is about. So for example, uh, if you're doing a basement alteration, you know, you gotta show us the pro existing the existing plan, uh, floor plan, what's there. So when you draw it out you're going to draw out exactly what's there where the windows and doors are uh stairway well where your electrical panel is if it's in the basement um and your gas meter if it's down there as well those are very important items and then we're also looking for the proposed plan of exactly what you want to do in that basement for example uh bedrooms or like a family room uh den gym whatever so we get a full idea of what you're what you're trying to do and we can just make sure everything's co-compliant. What are some of the common mistakes you see on on plans? Um some of the common mistakes that we see are really um not being very well drawn. So no no back of the napkin drawings? No, no back of the napkin, no scratch paper, no uh, you know, um you know, envelope from found in the glove box type of stuff. We're, we're looking for 11 by 17 paper, a uh, quarter inch scale, you know, use a straight edge, not a freehand drawing, and, and, and take your time with it. I mean, we encourage homeowners to do their own plans if they're comfortable. You know, if, you, if you're not comfortable with drawing the plans, you're just like, hey, this is above what I can do, that's totally fine. Uh, you can always hire yourself a, a draftsperson. You don't need an architect. You don't need a licensed architect for this type of stuff, but a draft person can help you out. There's tons of great ones in the area that can, that know construction can draw the plans and really, really help you out. It, it might be worth the time and money uh, if you are not comfortable. But yeah, just poorly drawing plans, just, you know, things that just aren't clear, um, you know, they're just uh, very vague. And, and it makes us, our reviews a little harder. And we have to ask a lot of questions just to get an idea of what you're doing.
0: Okay. So to clarify, if someone walks into the office at 7.30 a.m., can they walk out with a residential fast track permit if the application is complete? Crystal, is there
1: any difference between this service online or in person? I would say there's no difference online or in person, except uh, in person, we are here to to help you, <laughs> and I'm happy to do so. And yes, you can receive a permit the same day. If you come in with complete and approvable plans that meet the requirements of zoning and meet the requirements of the residential code, you can get a permit in the same day. What about uh, plan review, Mark? Are you able to review these plans to
0: turn them around as quickly as this?
2: Yeah, so if we get um, the plans to us before, I would say around 3.30 p.m., uh, we should have plenty of time to do a, a thorough and full review of your project. And um, if everything meets code and, and, and all the county executive regulations, and we can get your permit approved that day. Um, if there's any corrections, then you'll receive a full list of items that need to be corrected. Uh, you know items that we need on the plans or um, some more information.
0: Okay we've also recently updated our apply online portal to make it easier at the start for applying online for some of these projects including decks, driveway aprons, dumpsters. Crystal would you explain
1: why this improvement is important to the customer? In the past it was our experience that sometimes a homeowner didn't know what to select at our main menu. So right now, when you get to the online services main menu, you uh, select apply for a new permit, and there's a list of types of applications, commercial building, uh, residential building, and many of these projects are considered a residential building permit. So a customer in the past looking to do a deck may not have known, I need to pick residential building, and they start off frustrated. But we are working to make many of these simple projects easily identifiable from the main menu. And now you can see deck as an option. And you can select deck and it provides a more streamlined experience. So once you select deck, you'll be prompted to tell us about your property. Is this a single family home, a townhome, a four story townhome? Because those, the answers to those questions can impact the, your project, how it's reviewed and what category it falls into. Okay,
0: Mark. I know that the code, um, and our regular listeners should know that the code provides a minimum standard for buildings. Um, can you explain a little more about what you, as plan reviewer, are looking for? How you're using the code to look at these buildings or these projects?
2: Sure. So, so the code covers multiple th- different um, things. You know, structural stability, fire, life safety, um, energy. There's so many different uh, things that the code covers that we have to look at all these different items on every single set of plans. So, so we're, we're not being picky. We're just trying to make sure that you and your your project is going to meet the bare minimum, which is code. Uh, so we we're just you know we're, we're not trying to make it hard for you, but we're, we're trying to make sure we get all the information we need and allow you to do your project.
0: I know one of the mistakes that we often see with applications for uh, fast track permits is the confusion between whether my home or whether my house is considered commercial or is considered residential. Can you talk to us, Mark, a little bit about that? Sure.
2: So basically, we deal with our international residential code is what we go by, and that is for three stories or less single-family home or a townhome. So if you live in a condo, an apartment, or a four-story townhome, that will not fall under residential code. That goes under the commercial code, and that's a totally different set of reviewers and code um, requirements. So just be careful. Make sure you know uh, where, where you're at. And and uh, if you have questions on that, you can always call down the office and say, hey, this is where I live. You know, um, you, Can you help me out if I'm residential or commercial?
0: Sure. Crystal, what other tips do you have for customers applying for residential permits and fast-track permits in particular?
1: It's always important to provide a complete uh, submission, and that will be construction drawings, sometimes supporting documents if you need the approval from, for instance, the City of Tacoma Park in their municipality letter format. So try to have a complete submission. You can check the submittal requirements on our website, Uh, Often I find that folks are missing or not understanding the site plan requirement. When you are doing something like adding a shed or deck to the property, it's important to show us on a drawing where that is located. And we uh, require a site plan, or it's sometimes called a house location survey, where it's clearly showing us the property lines. And then you can show us, compared to the existing structures, where the new structures are going to go with the front side and rear setbacks. The so setbacks are the distance from the, you know, from the front, back, or side of the property. And that's an important part of review and approval for many of these projects. One other tool that
0: DPS has is the residential pre-design consultation process. That's available to folks that are considering projects or maybe a little bit confused on how to get started. And those pre-designed consultation meetings are free. Um, we have them every day, only one a day, um, for, for residential and for commercial. But folks can sign up on our website. There is a calendar. Please go to our website. And in the search bar, put in pre design consultation. And that's something that can be a great tool for folks that are not quite sure how to get started. Before we go... I'm hoping that both of you can tell us a little bit about your work at DPS. Um, Mark, we'll start with you. Give us a little bit of information about how you got to where you are, how you became a plan reviewer at DPS.
2: Well, I um, I was uh, in the construction industry for 16 years before I came to DPS. And then I started as a residential inspector, did that for just a little bit over three years. And now I've been doing residence plan review for uh, just a little bit over five years. So um decent amount of experience, but, you know, never know it all. And, and always something new to learn. The codes change, new products out there. And it's always a, a growing industry. So that's, that's pretty much how I got to where I'm at today, Gail. That's great. I'm now going to embarrass
0: Crystal a little bit because I'd like our listeners to note that Crystal was honored by the Montgomery County chapter of MBIA last year for her commitment and partnership with the community. Crystal,
1: tell us about your road to permit technician manager. Well, it's um, I, I ended up in permitting. I worked in the private sector for 20 years, doing various things in banking and uh, wholesale of uh, decorative accessories and I found myself at a crossroads about 10 years ago and came to DPS and I, I started working at the information counter. So some of our longtime customers may recognize me from, from years spent at the information counter and as a permit technician. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, I've had 10 great years with DPS. It's been a wonderful learning experience and I enjoy the uh, <laughs> um, the difference between public sector and private sector has is, is also been a, an experience. <laughs> Okay. Thank you both for joining us today.
0: Remember, listeners, we are here to help you, our customer, succeed. It's important to know when to get a permit and why you need a permit. If you have any questions about the permitting process, you can reach out to our customer support team by calling 311 or 240-777-0311. You can also stop by our office at 2425 Reedy Drive in Wheaton, Maryland. We're located on the seventh floor and you do not need an appointment to get in-person assistance. Our office hours are 7 30 a.m to 4 o'clock p.m Monday through Friday. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Mark, for joining us on the podcast today and for all of your valuable info. And thank you listeners for tuning in. Please check out the DPS website at montgomerycountymd.gov slash DPS to find information and resources to help you with your next project. There's a wealth of information on our website. Got an idea or a question for an upcoming podcast? We want to hear from you. Email your ideas and questions to dps.podcast at montgomerycountymd.gov. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with others and subscribe so you can get our latest episodes. Until next time, I'm Gail Lucas. Remember, DPS is your project partner.